It's Saturday, and I hate myself for loving you.
Well, hello, and welcome to Rock Phoenix Live. This is our Chicks That Rock. So if you're a guy and you like chicks, well, this is your place to be. And if you're a girl and you like chicks, well, cool. I'm, everybody's down with that, huh? With me, as always, is my host, guest ho- co-host, Jen. <laughs> guest host, thanks. And today we have in the studio, Eric. Eric, say hi. Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, buddy? Hey. He likes chicks that rock. I do indeed. Who doesn't love chicks that rock? Honestly, I feel like female-fronted rock bands just are... They're, they're more fun to listen to. Like, men that rock are fine, and I enjoy men that rock, but like it's just a different dynamic Oh yeah. with chicks that rock or women that rock, whatever you want to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. there's not as many. Uh, there's a lot more now, which right? I think is really good, because uh, a lot of the stuff we have on this list all... Um, our stuff we all listen to, but all, all of these, almost every single one of them, I have a Hailstorm radio on my Pandora, and it's all this stuff because I've I've crafted it over the years to strictly be female fronted. Right. Because Hailstorm always brings in stuff like Shine Down and all that stuff, but I've like I'm like I have a whole other station for that. So it's That's like cool. I've been thumbs downing all that stuff. So I'm like, it's now literally just <laughs> women. Every Chicks song comes station. up are like women, and they are all awesome. Yeah, oh, cool idea. I'm the same way. I come. I do a lot of vocal stations on Pandora, and with the vocals, you get a lot. I get a lot of Hailstorm too because she's very vocal as well. Yes. So, yeah, I love chicks that rock. I mean, again, it's different than listening to some of the guys that rock. And I think chicks put a lot more uh, a lot more heart when they sing because they have to. Kind of like, especially in the rock era. Right. Like, you can't just be a chick and be like, hey, I want to sing this or I want to sing that. It's going to be more like, um, hey, you've got to put your vocals to the test here because you've got a lot of guys that are doing it way better. Because our voices are normally quieter or softer. So we really have to, like, throw it out there and get throaty with it or get loud right right exactly well and i think there's a place for breathy singing and i think they can do that um because i think that adds a whole nother dimension but yes if you're trying to rock then you have to be out there and i go for distinctive voices anyways and lots of male voices sound the same so i look for that rasp or that something that's just different you know and then it's almost like every woman who sings is different Oh yeah. Right. Whereas like every man who sings a lot of them sound the same. Like you have bands that sound exactly the same. Like um oh god, I'm not going to be able to come up with examples right now, but a lot of bands <laughs> that come out at the same time um uh, it'll come to me. Go ahead. It's, it's like listening to like maybe like um I would say like, like maybe Creed comes out with a heavier song and then you've got like a band like Godsmack that'll come out with another kind of popular song and they kind of sound the same. Well, we, so to speak. we talk wow. about bands. <laughs> well, what? Well, Creed hey, and Godsmack? <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Godsmack's done a little bit more toning down of their metal. They've kind of made it more popular. That last album was really, really, um, how do you put it, uh, mainstream or pop, pop metal or pop rock. Okay. I, I haven't heard the album yet, so I'm not sure. We talk all the time about certain singers and, and male singers, we always say that, really have that distinct voice. Like, I always throw Ozzy Osbourne. Because oh, of course. Yeah. we all know Ozzy's songs, but even if we didn't really, like, know that song, as soon as we hear him sing, we totally know it's Ozzy. Yeah, you know I like Volbeat, is. because the lead singer of Volbeat, I think he has a very... Michael Colson, yeah. Voice. Shine yeah. Down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same too. thing. It's a yeah. very... Like, Shine Down, it's very melodic, but it's very deep. That was why one of the reasons I love Typo Negative. Oh, yeah. Um, Peter Steele. Peter Steele. His voice is unmatched. Yep. Oh, and, so, I have you to know, hear that. Rest I in peace, Peter. Doc. 
Yeah. Hello. So you're thinking the women, though, we maybe just we can reach like different tones where men just have a man's voice and women have we have high or we have quiet or we have sultry yeah. or we have men tortoise sort of I feel are medium or low, and All I right. feel like women can be low to high. What right. about Queen's right? Wider that range. guy. Oh yeah, there are guys that can go high, but I feel like most people don't gravitate towards that. Oh yeah. right, yeah, you don't become a singer and like I want to scream till my nuts fall out. Right. Yeah. Or sound like a girl. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you have a lot of these women on this on this podcast today that can get really high or who can scream or straight up growl. Growl, right? Right. Um, and we'll get to one of those. Oh yeah. You know, but then you also I have some wait. that are so unbelievably melodic, mm-hmm. but then also will just switch gears real quick mid-song and growl and you're like what the hell just happened to my ears <laughs> yeah all right well let's get into awesome. it so all the way from aretha franklin down to otep i mean you've got wide variety of girls throughout the years that have been chicks that rock and you know as rock progressed from you know rockabilly to rock and roll to heavy rock to hard rock to whatever you want to call it you know there's been chicks that have followed this and uh this last one we just heard, Joan Jett, man, what a gal. Man, she was a chick that rocked. Like, yep. She invented the rock. And know. she still does. I was just saying that she's 62 years old. 62. And she's still wearing leather pants. Oh, yeah. And she just looks phenomenal on stage. Like, she could kick all of our asses and, you know, have his head banging. I think she's awesome. And you found out, too, that she actually had a tattoo, two tattoos on her body because people think she might be going... Well, they've always suspected it, I guess, since the Runaways that um, that she's gay, but she never really came right out and admitted it. She has one tattoo, the other one is a necklace, and it looks, somebody said, like a couple of axes sort of crossed, but it turns out it's the symbol for female. <laughs> she's got like a two female symbols on her necklace, and she also has kind of a matchy tattoo. But she'll come right out and say, you know, just say whatever you want. If you assume it, go ahead. If you don't assume it, she doesn't give a shit. So right. That's what Joan Jett's about. She that's doesn't good care. Yeah, that's been her whole mentality. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. Right. It doesn't matter to her either way, so... Yeah. No, so you're saying she's the godmother of rock. When did Pat Benatar come out? Was she before or after? Pat Benatar is older, so yeah. I think she might even be before. But so I'm going to challenge you. Well, check this out. So... <laughs> Isn't aren't Pat Benatar? Isn't Pat Benatar older by like one year? No, she's um, sixty-seven. Where Joan Jett and Lita Ford are sixty-two. That's right, because Lita Ford so was in the Runaways as well. Yeah. So, I don't remember when Pat Benatar when she first came out or versus Joan Jett, but that's a good question. And she I went feel like I knew Pat Benatar before I knew Joan Jett, or before I knew. Oh yeah. Grammatically incorrect. What's I don't that know. one? <laughs> we are young. That I one feel like as a kid, 80s. I recall. I have more of a memory of, oh, notes down. <laughs> more of a memory Pat of Benatar. Pat Bonatar than I do of Joan Jett. Like, I have a memory of Joan Jett, but it seems to be a very specific song, whereas Pat Benatar, I feel like there were many songs. I think Pat Benatar oh. was really popular, and so she was always more on Music the TV. Music videos. Yeah. And That's Joan what I'm Jett thinking. was kind of more in the rock and roll backside, so you didn't see too yeah. much of that yet. Because I think Pat Benatar crosses multiple genres, where I think Joan Jett is literally just like. I rock. Whereas yeah. Pat Bonatar is like, eh, I maneuver. All right. Well, <laughs> this next band, I want to tell you something. They don't cross paths. Everybody knows them for their heavy metal. And one thing I like about this band is the lead singer, Lizzie. She plays an ele- she plays an electric guitar just like James Hetfield. She plays the Explorer. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. And this song is sure to get you off, just like she says. This is Hailstorm. I get off.
rephrase that <laughs> not everybody gets off on her um i looked something up i like her she's hot rocks and kicks ass agreed yes lizzie hale she's awesome what'd you read what'd you find out this is what i found out pat benatar years active since 1972 where joan jett was 1975 so not by much no not at all they were right? uh, roughly the same time yeah, almost exactly the same. And Pat Benatar is Pat Benatar because in 1972, she married, like, Dennis Benatar. That's where she got her name. Otherwise, her birth name is something I can't pronounce at all. Something oh. totally weird. Nice. So, yeah, they're pretty pretty comparable, truly. I think she had more, maybe, um, number one billboard charts and I think more videos. I think that's why we know because it was right. such a time of music videos yeah. in the 80s, right? We all listen to the radio, too, of course, but maybe she just got more play on the radio than Joan Jett. Joan Jett, so. like I said, was more of the rock 
Yeah. And I think... But see, if you're listening to a rock station, she had Bad Reputation and Crimson and Clover and I Love Rock and Roll. Yeah. I Love Rock and Roll was like seven weeks um, number one on the billboards. I remember rock and roll on MTV always coming on late at night. They didn't really play too much in the in the, in the the mainstream hours, like right. your five, and 5 to 8 p.m. or whatever. Um, I always remember those shows being on late at night. So I think... Again, rock and roll took the backside seat to music. Well, and I feel like the issue is is that um, Joan Jett had the the one song that you uh, mentioned, I Love Rock and Roll. And I feel like if you ask anybody Joan Jett, they know that song. Yeah. And for the most part, that's it. Yeah. But if you, think, <laughs> yeah. if you say, hey, Pat Benton, then there's like, oh, I can name this Love song. Love is a Battlefield. Song, yeah. And, yeah. All these different songs. Again, yeah, she was more mainstream, yeah. whereas Joan Agreed. Jett was specifically in the lane of rock and had the one song everybody knows. Right. Yeah, that's true. Well, here's an interesting question about Hailstorm. Yeah. So she started the band with her brother, which you had mentioned earlier. Now, what do you think he thinks of, because she's writing songs about being <laughs> viewed through a window while changing and having sex and stuff like that. So she's the one writing it in a woman's perspective, which is super cool. But then she's playing in a band with her brother, so then he's playing music while she's singing about essentially getting effed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he covers his ears and just plays along. La, la, la. We're not talking almost, about my sister. It occurs to me a lot as I listen to Hailstorm that I'm like, okay, her brother is behind her playing music. He's probably he's probably up on stage playing guitar. He's like down riffing. He's like, I get up. Oh, oh no, no, it's bad. It's terrible. It's my sister. Oh, God. Lizzie, no. But does he write, though? Maybe he realizes that she's the one, you know, that keeps the band going. She's the one with the talent, or is she? She's the one that writes the song. I feel like she would have to. Do? I don't. I don't feel a man could write <laughs> from the off. perspective of a woman. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Like, singing about being viewed through your window. Like, you know, the person's watching, right? And you could shut the shades, but I'm but not going to. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know if a guy's really gonna. You know, have that point of view, <laughs> right? Like, because a guy wouldn't give a shit if the shades were open or not. He'd right. be like, "Whatever, free show, take a right. look." I mean, Whereas women are like, "Ooh, it's sexy." <laughs> Th- there's a few people I know that would actually write material like that, but uh, they go the other way. But I was just thinking, maybe he goes with it because he realizes that everyone likes their music, and well, if she's have the to. talent behind well, it. She, yeah, go with she's it. the talent, right? Those all, are the popular all, songs. You know, just like the no doubt syndrome. When you're a chick singer and you've got male artists behind you, you get a lot of the, you get that persona of like, oh, I'm the I'm the front part. I'm this. I'm that. I'm the sex icon. I'm the uh, you know I'm the the front of everything. And so you get a lot of the tablets to take the pic- first picture they get is a picture of you yeah. on the front. You know the band becomes tends to be the backside of it you don't hear too much about it um and so well, i think a lot of these girls have to understand like when you become a chick singer like you become sort of like a sex icon i mean yeah. you're taking the front and this is what comes with the job unfortunately so well and let's be honest if if as the listener if you could see this list that i'm looking at almost every single front woman on this list is attractive oh yeah right. so it's like I mean, that's the other thing that's, I mean, it's kind of wrong with the world we live in right now is that you could have somebody who sings amazing, but if they're not attractive, they're not going to be the front for a band. So you're saying that if we had, instead of Connie Wilson, we had Rebel Wilson... It'd be a different story. I find Rebel Wilson attractive. She's actually <laughs> lost a bunch of weight. I know. I think she's got a. I think she's got a pretty face. But no, congratulations, I Rebel. Thing, she has a pretty face. There was that thing. Um, it's the Beijing Olympics. 
that the little girl who was on stage during the opening ceremonies was not the one that was singing because the one who was singing was off stage because she wasn't cute enough. Oh. So, and that came out after. Oh. And so it's like, I mean, it's stuff like that, even with little girls. Like, right. you're taught them, it's like, okay, you have a great voice, and so you can come back here and sing, but you can't be on stage. Yeah, we don't want to look at you. Right. Right. Aww. And I feel like I recall seeing a picture of her, and I don't, like, she was cute. Like, she's a kid. Like, that's kind of what I say about quarterbacks. Like, why do they have to be good looking and the quarterback, right? Because you're not going to have, like, well, I'm sure the there face. are some ugly ones, but you're right. There's but for a the face most part, it. most of the quarterbacks are, yeah. like, just you know, nice looking. They're not, yeah, they're not ugly well, guys. You're, you're ugly chiseled jaw quarterbacks like yeah, Tom but, Brady. Well, they're and, kind of, they're just, I mean, not to get too much off onto that, that rabbit hole, but uh, when you're a quarterback, I mean, you're pretty much bred that from birth. Like if you, I mean, I'm not all people do that. Some of them have natural talent. But right. I'm saying like, you know, those guys that are in colleges and they play, they become football quarterbacks. Like, you know, the coaches and you know everybody else kind of treats you like a quarterback. You're yeah. Not treated pushed like, you in that direction. Yeah. And so you go, like, oh, you got to cut your hair. You got to shave your face. You got guided like, you in that direction. Right. Yeah. You should create a whole another podcast to discuss the topic of are unattractive people not? <laughs> um, I just lost the word. Not talented. You know what? I want to say this. After losing a bunch of weight, I, I think it's... I'm marginally attractive and I'm marginally talented. So I, it just sort of works. I think it's. I think bigger people tend to put their own uh, fear behind the weight. What about heart, though? Right. Well, right? Yeah, the she, sisters, everyone says... Which one? Anne is the singer, correct? And right. she's bigger. And Nancy is a hot guitar player. And everyone yep. says, oh, Nancy's so hot. But yet Anne's voice is the one that makes heart. Yeah. Well, that's a voice you can't ignore. Right. So she's just like, okay, you may so not... she's overweight. She still has a very pretty face. She's yeah. a beautiful woman. Yeah. But she's like, okay, you may not like the way I look, but you cannot deny what comes yep. out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Barracuda. So this next one, I'm going to recognize her because she is a chick. And she does rock with some songs, but uh, Courtney Love, everybody. Uh, this is her song, Nobody's Daughter. Check it out. Rock Phoenix Live.
your pain away Don't try to win It will only end in disgrace Here she is. Love is a battlefield. Rock Phoenix Live. We are young. Hearted to heart. We stand. No promises. No demands.
is a battlefield. Don't you agree, everybody? I agree. I think you should give some credit to Pat Benatar. <laughs> what is your problem? It is right. <laughs> totally right. Absolutely She right. deserves it. She does. That was Pat Benatar right there, and she is awesome chick rocker. Yeah, totally. She's awesome. Is that awesome. chalker? Chip chalker. <laughs> hey, I knew something about Courtney Love, though. Um... I was Googling her, looking her all up. She's been in a lot. Looking her all up? I was looking her all up. She's been in a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of names that I recognize. Some of these other chicks that rock, I did see that they were in movies, but nothing that I even recognized. She did City Nancy. She did the Meet people. Larry Flint. Yeah, The People, people versus, versus Larry, Larry Flint. Flint. That was a Man great on one. the Moon, which was the uh, Andy Kaufman She got Kaufman naked story. in that one. <laughs> so anyways, I mean, that's pretty talented. Not yeah. only can you sing, and but um, and she has a couple other things going on in her life, too, like philanthropy kind of things. But. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, if, you're, if your husband's Kurt Cobain and you're, you know, he's really famous, why not get your foot in the door into every avenue of fame? You know, you know movies, right. music, everything. Well, what I was reading, um, that she had to be sent away <laughs> for a little while when she was a teenager because she was kind of a, a bad girl. She was a rebel. Oh, really? Imagine that. Um, she went to like England and Ireland, and then when she came back, then she started her acting career. So she hadn't even met Kurt yet. Oh. But all these big movies, obviously, yes, came after the fact. But she had acted before that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, I would have never thought she'd be a rebel. No. No. Not Courtney Not Love. Love. The whole, the whole, whole band looks like right? they're a bunch of rebels. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> That's why everyone liked them. Yeah. <laughs> um. I have, a got- that, I have a point that we were talking about off mic. <laughs> the, oh, off mic. Where oh. the where the Pat Benatar song came from? It was a movie called Legend of Billie Jean. Oh, I've seen that. Yes. That is an oldie. That's probably way past my time. I thought it was Chris Swanson, and it's not, but I recognized the woman. She was Supergirl. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't right. watch any of the new series. I don't know. Supergirl. No, no, this was the original Buffy. Supergirl. Oh. And the original Buffy movies. This was not oh. Sarah Michelle Gellar and not um, Melissa I don't, Benoit or something like anyway. that. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Don't watch TV much, so. so that movie was in 1985. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember that. Yeah. And Sur- Supergirl was awesome because it was a girl in tights. <laughs> anyway, so, would you guys, so, Pat Benatar. Yeah, yeah awesome. Pat Chicks Benatar. Rock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Superman threw me off. Supergirl threw me off there. Um, this I like the fact that you just glazed over whole. Like, you played their song, and they're like, we don't even need to talk about her. Well, we can talk about her. <laughs> well, that's all I knew. I just sort of told you a little story. And, you know, I was saying about, about Hole is, you know, Courtney Love supposedly went through all her money that she had gotten from the uh, Cobain Foundation. And uh, now she's going after her daughter for the rest of it. Not going after her, but, like, you know, keeping her close eye right. on her because she's the one that has the most of it now because he signed it all over oh. to her. That makes sense, though. I'd want to be friends with her, too. Um, Make sure I don't piss her off. Eventually, we all grow old, and somebody needs to take care of us. So, may as well be your own daughter if she's got a small fortune that she's sitting on. Oh, so. right. Yeah, that just shows that she's smart. That's and hold the band. I mean, they've been really... They've been in the in the limelight a lot. You know, they haven't, like... It's like it's a household name, and, you know... The Rebels. Hole is? Yeah. Everybody knows Hole. I think everybody did know Hole. I don't think they do anymore. You don't think no. they do anymore? No. When's the last time you heard Hole? I think she has a distinctive voice. Never been a fan, though. Oh. Oh, I like them. During their time. But I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to them. 
Ken. But I do think she's a chick that rocks. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. you know, she's kind of slutty and sleazy and gross and creepy, but she's made that look for herself, right? <laughs> she has made She that. like doesn't doesn't she stick her foot up whether she's wearing a skirt or whatever? She puts her foot up on her like the amp or whatever up on stage so you kind of have like the whole I have yet to see a whole concert thing. yet. I'm not sure about that. Well, oh, I, I didn't have see to. it. I thought you were going to say you have yet to see her whole. <laughs> it's easy. I was like this is going to go the wrong way real quick. Yeah, it's so easy. you just jump right to it. <laughs> it's easy because she all the movies she does. She's always butt naked in half of yeah. them. Yeah. She's, she was like uh, Basic Instinct. What's her name? Sharon Stone. Uh, Sharon Stone for a while there. Right. Every movie had it. Ah, Sharon a Stone scene. has more class, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, She's just sleazy, a little bit. but more class. <laughs> One of the most rewatched scenes in movie history. Was Pot. Her Rewind. Sharon Stone's. <laughs> Play it again. Interview scene or interrogation scene. Yep. yep. Basic instinct. Oh, and then Family Guy and all these other shows, they always, you know, make fun of it too, right? Yep. We just saw Peter Griffin wearing a skirt, his big old fat thighs. He was doing it, but luckily they blurted out. <laughs> Ew. I don't want to see that about Peter Griffin. And then we take another turn to goth girls. Goth girls. I love goth girls. Mm-hmm. Something about that white makeup and that dark eye right. and that giant dress that's kind of like <laughs> de los muertes evanescence they are awesome amy lee this is call me when you're sober check it out rock phoenix live me, if you loved me you would be here with me you
Just like that. That's how it's done, rock and roll style. There's a little fun fact. You know who that song's about? I don't. Who? Is that about the guy from Nine Lashes, Nine something? No, oh, it's okay. Sean Morgan from Seether. Oh, is it really? Yeah. They were dating and he was drinking very heavily, so she was just like, yeah, call me when you're sober. Oh, oh they did Oh, good date. for her. Because yeah. they did that co- That, co- uh, the, the, that was an amazing song. That duo. It was his song that she yep. did vocals on. I had no idea they were dating. Yep. Wow, that's cool. She has cool. a beautiful voice. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, uh, I wanted you to know. Yes, Yeah. that one. I love the yeah, way. her addition to that song makes the song so much better. Oh yeah, like it's sure. a great song, but again, with a female vocal, it just sounds, it just gives you that that depth, that, that just other, something else, that other harmonic. So yeah. a guy can sing like hey, and then the girls can go hey, or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> it gives whatever. you depth. Yes. The more tracks that you add to your song, the more layering you do, you give it depth. You give it this heaviness, and that's why, like we talked about on one podcast, we're like, you know, you go to a concert. And you don't hear that same track layering that they do when they do it in the studio. So oh, you call it overproduced. Oh, it's dubbing. Or, yeah. I love overproduced. Yeah. I'm a huge <laughs> over overproduced. Well, sometimes what happens is uh, it gets kind of crazy because, um, you know, it becomes an epic song. Like you've taken this song and instead of uh, making it just a, a song, you've now put this track. You've got synthesizers. You've got this. You've got that. And it's just like this. The chorus is just... But that's what top. blows people away. That's what they're loving about well, it. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, you see him in concert, you're like, oh, it's still a good song, but... Well, that's the issue. I mean, go back to 80s hair bands. Their music was so overproduced in the studio, but mm-hmm. then when they went in concert, all that extra stuff wasn't back there, and it just their concerts just didn't sound good. So it's like, if you just love the albums, like, I honestly don't go to a lot of live shows. So it's like, if the album sounds great, I'm fine with that. But it's like, if you go to the concert and it's terrible, like, then you're like... Whoa. Right. Yeah. Well, kind of like, ruined it for you. Like yeah. some of the, the other bands nowadays, like some of the older bands, the 80s bands, you know, they can't carry that tune anymore. They can't carry that long note anymore. Cause cause they oh, they're still touring. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the, you know, sometimes things like that kind of make it, you know, oh, he didn't get that high. Yeah, but you've seen a lot of old guys lately. Like you saw a Foreigner. And you said they didn't move much, but they could still carry no, no, no. the yeah. note. The lead, singer, the lead singer from Foreigner, he actually moved a lot. That that old skinny dude, like, I mean, right. I'm sure drugs help, but right. I'm saying <laughs> right. he was moving a lot. The rest of the band members, the original band member, the guitar player, I can't remember his name, but he didn't move much. Cause right, just he, played still. Yeah, right. And it's, then we saw Metallica, and James really didn't move much. He still looks great. <laughs> the stage walkabout. I don't really know if James ever moved in the first place. Right. He always had Maybe that not. weird stance where the mic was too high and so he had this really <laughs> wide is too low. yeah the strap was too low yep. and then like the bassist now his strap like like fieldy from corn too like the bottom of the bass guitar is at knee level and they're like <laughs> right like, i mean your back has to hurt by the end of that concert oh yeah i think james used to just walk around and he would just like toss his hair he'd like go to the drum set and then oh maybe that's it he has short hair now yeah. so he doesn't he'd be like, bring yeah, it around yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then you saw the Scorpions also? Yeah. Super old. Well, speaking they of- still sound exactly the same today as they did Isn't back that then. Amazing? That's insane. Let's That's see. obviously true talent. I right want to get then. into our list of some of the unmentionable one, uns, unmentionable ones that we can't play on the show today. Um, but like we're talking about Heart. Uh, when I saw them, uh, she didn't move it much at all. But probably because she's a lot older, too. Right? She was yeah. back in the 70s, too. Yeah. So... 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think they're probably all the same age as Lita Ford and Joan Jett and Pat Benatar. They're oh, all yeah. 60s. I mean, at some point, you just can't do the same thing. But yeah. you're still out there like you still love to play music. But yeah, you're not your, running around the stage. All oh, of your yeah, energy sure. has got to be just breathing and belting out your tune. You're not right. going to be dancing around. You'd be totally out of breath or passed yep. out or something. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I forgot you saw Heart too. We can all, uh, we can all again, as a prime example of... Um, of you know, overweight and shouldn't be doing what you're doing, but it's uh, Vince Neil, and we <laughs> talked about on the oh very, God. very last oh. podcast with you on the show. Thanks for being back, Eric. I thought I, I saw something the other day that ties this in, and it's the most insane thing that I think I've ever seen. Vince Neil was with a Nicolas Cage at a casino in Vegas, and a woman came up to get a autograph from Nick Cage, and Vince Neil just started berating her and essentially attacked her. So then there's photos outside of the casino of Nicolas Cage trying to subdue Vince, uh, Vince, Vince Neil. Neil, and I'm like, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is crazy as it gets, and I oh absolutely love him. But I'm like, that is the gosh. most insane photo that Nicholas Cage is trying to subdue Vince Neil outside of Vegas casino. I'm like, Vegas. So the woman didn't yeah. recognize Vince Neil, or she just didn't want his autograph. She only wanted Nicholas Cage's autograph. Do you think maybe he was like unrecognizable? I don't know what her age is, but she may right. have no idea who Vince Neil is, and yeah. the fact that Vince Neil Good just point, looks huh? like a pumpkin right now. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got this massive belly, and he's just like he's oh, not. Too relevant many anymore. cheeseburgers. Oh. But Nicolas Cage is insanely relevant. So it's like, yeah, holy crap, Nicolas Cage is uber right. famous. Don't worry, And then there's girl. the fat guy next to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want my autograph? Well, fuck you. <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, Avengers scene where um, they come to get the autograph from Smart Hulk. And they're like, oh, but that's Ant-Man. And they're like, yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I felt the same way when Ant-Man came out. I didn't want to see it. That was stupid. But it was a great movie. Was All it? Rod is amazing. <laughs> well, talking about things that might be amazing, might not be amazing. This next band is against the current. She is an awesome singer, and this song right here has got heavy and it's got vocals. Check it out. This is Wasteland by Against the Current. Paradise or a darker side Candy coated lips You're the sweetest kiss But a bad trip
that doesn't get your blood going, I don't know what will. That was some good stuff right there. Chrissy Costanza. Can't stand you. <laughs> I can stand her. I liked her voice. It was very pretty. Oh, yeah. And you know, now, this whole album isn't hard rock. That one song in particular is pretty heavy when I first heard it. But this actually came out on Spotify's little uh, algorithm that tells you, hey, you might like this band based upon what you like. Yeah, that's cool. That and, works sometimes. Yeah. And so I listened to it and I liked a couple songs. But then I finally was like, hey, I'm going to drive to work and listen to the whole album. And I did. And I heard that song. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That chorus is heavy. I mean, it's like those guitars are going. And a little synthesizer. It's pop, pop rockish. I don't, I don't hear it. Oh, you didn't have the headphones. I think she has an amazing voice, and I think that's great. And I've already added her to my Pandora Yay! list. There but you go. I don't think that, that song. She doesn't rock. That's pop with an edge. We'll call it edge. edge. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have other bands like that. Icon for Hire, Ruel, uh, Halsey, where they're like, they're not pop. They're, they're like. Yeah, it's no, almost like it. they're migrating between two genres, and I'm like, I think they're really great, but yeah, they're not a hailstorm or no. you know, yeah. you know, some of the other bands that we've got up on this list that are going to come up, like the next one. That one is going to be way different than what we just listened oh, to. Oh yeah, so let's get to it. So, do you have anything you want to talk about? Is this next band uh, Unleash the Archers? Honestly, like I love a lot of, and this is something that you love to call sword and shield rock <laughs> or storm metal. <laughs> Which is a lot of this sort of Norwegian melodic metal that has like female fronted vocalists, but a lot of them are like almost opera esque. Mm -hmm. um, it's yeah. very melodic singing. Amy Lee from Evanescence fits into this category. And then they have a lot of male backing vocals who do the growling. Yep. So yep. it's this really, really light melodic music, and then followed by this really heavy male voice and music. Um, and so I was just, you know, going down a YouTube rabbit hole one day and came across Unleash the Archers and her voice is insane. And I was like, oh yeah, they're totally from Norway. Nope. They're from Toronto, Canada. Oh, <laughs> yay. Oh, that's cool. I've never heard of them. Their Nick. videos are funny. Um, some of them are like really funny. Some of them are like, really like, we're trying to be like, <laughs> as you, again, you call it sword and shield metal. Intense. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. We saw Hammerfall in concert, and they do this thing, with, you know, kind of like the guitars all line up, and then they do the whole bowing yeah. thing, yeah. choreographed. And he's got like a guitar, and it looks like a, it's a like a axe and stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good times, you know. It takes you back. It's a time warp for sure. Well, let's check it out. This is Unleash the Archers. This is Time Stands Still.
time will go on and on. That's awesome. Man, do you hear the power behind that? I love bands like that. I love songs like that. They just get you going, and it's just like, wow, you're back in the, you know, horses and shields. And, Medieval. That's right. I'm going to f- fight Medusa here in a second. <laughs> yeah, Britney Slay, she is, she is insane. Like, she's a great singer, but then she can get so high. Oh, yeah. And I love that. It's, and and it's not the same high like you get when you have a male singer trying to do it. Yeah, no. That gets too high and it gets like fingers on a chalkboard high. But like women can just pull it off. Who was that um, 80s band that goes that? Let you go. Steel Heart. Steel Heart. And that guy, to this day, can still almost 100% pull it off. I saw a concert with them. You know, it was like in 2018 or 19, and that guy, like, some of the runs weren't as long because he needed to breathe, but <laughs> he still was up there in range, and I was wow. like, that's impressive. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. impressive. It's got to be tough. I know a lot of singers, they say, you know, it's never a good thing when you can taste blood in the back of your throat. Yeah. That means your career is over. <laughs> yeah. yeah you Not necessarily. Tom Kiefer from Cinderella has had like seven throat surgeries and is still doing it. Like, I don't think he sings the same way, but right. yeah, wow. he's still doing it. Well, that's why he... It's like yeah. a mixture of different voices. But again, distinctive voice. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. You can hear him from anywhere. And then Rat, too. Like, we heard them on the Geico commercials now, and they sound the same. <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's we can't just play sad them. that they're on that commercial. Oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> We've got a rap problem. Round and round. <laughs> and the fact that nowadays, there's probably so many people who don't understand that commercial. <laughs> they're like, I don't get it. Yeah, but they have the final countdown. That's on a... Oh, that's right. Europe did that. Too, right? Oh, that's a sad thing. Sell out. Yeah. Nah, maybe they just need a couple of bucks. Well, see, you can't sell out with this type of music. There's no way someone's putting Alicia Archers on a Geico commercial. That would be epic. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? We've got an Alicia Archers problem. What? No, of course not. Whatever. All right. Next band we're going to is Lacuna Coil. Um, so she... Christina. Christina. Yeah. Another band that's been around forever. Yeah. I remember listening to them over 20 years ago. Yeah. I know them. I yeah. only know them just from like six months ago. That's it. I've never heard of them before. No, they had that. They did the popular. They did the remake. The. Um, Don't know. Uh, ah, what was it? The Depeche <laughs> Mode song. Yeah, that's what it was. Enjoy the silence. Oh, right. Yeah. They oh, came out with okay, that. Okay, fine. Heard of them. But um, yeah, this great this group actually I heard them because of the the sound the remake they did enjoy the silence. Um, but going through and actually listening to some of their songs, I thought, wow, they're actually pretty awesome. These this band kicks some butt. I was listening to them in two thousand and one. Were you so really? That's how long they've been around. Wow, no, I don't know where I was. See, I, I always assume when the band puts out a cover and um, it. Uh, it, it it kind of shows off what the band's about, so I just assumed all their songs were kind of awesome, like Enjoy the Silence, but no, they get deeper and heavier, and there's a whole range to them, so it's really awesome. Another one of the groups that has a female-fronted singer, but then has a male background singer who growls and stuff, which I think is amazing. I love that. Yeah, and so does Nightwish. They do the same thing, too. The bass player, he actually does the growling for um, Tahara. Tahara. Anyway, this is Our Truth by Lacuna Coil. Really heavy stuff.
kind of cool. Kind of threw me off there for a bit at the end, but they had a little uh, little opera or some kind of cinematic thing going on there. Took the uh, took the uh, volume down and raised it back up again on their track. That was cool. Right on. Cool. I like that Lacuna or Lacuna Coil. Nice. They're I awesome. It. I'm sorry. What? I missed it. I'm sorry. Did Did you think the song was over because the volume went down? <laughs> I did. And right. Then, okay. And that's then they you, raised it back up again. That's what you meant by threw me off. I liked it though. Did not know that was their popular song though. I had no idea of that. Great band. Awesome. Going on to our next one. All right, Eric Ginger. This is my absolute favorite. Like this, I think it's the crowning jewel of this list. Um, and if you want to go down a YouTube rabbit hole, look up vocal coaches reacting to this song, which is Ginger Pisces. And there's a thousand videos of people reacting to this song because her voice is so insanely good. And then in the middle, it just gets insane. And All right. <laughs> well, here it is. Ginger Pisces. Check it out, Rock Phoenix Live! Friend of mine, swallow. 
another singer that is her watch the video oh man that was intense that's some range <laughs> right there and i'm listening to that i'm like sounds like a dude yeah like a total dude holy she crap is a petite lady <laughs> and yes that is coming out of her face <laughs> and you said oh she has God. to sit in a certain position to get the, the vocals just right you can see when she's singing that when she's doing the melodic stuff she's just sort of sort of swaying with the mic and singing but when she does that part she like roots herself to the ground and she is super rigid because that takes so much effort oh my gosh that's Jeez. crazy yeah like i said watch the vocal coaches reacting yeah. to that song there's a hundred of them and oh, they to. all will specifically talk about the way she's standing and projecting when she's doing that growl singing and oh, it's yeah. ginger with j's yep. yeah j-i-n-j-e-r yeah. not like i have ginger in my shake in the morning right <laughs> no that's what i started writing down and then i saw it was ginger with both j's that's so. just amazing like yeah like like you were saying so you know, much practice if you don't do that right kaboom that's it there's that taste of blood in your back of your mouth yeah Jeez. But the fact that you can do it right, that's even cooler. Like, your vocal cords could handle that kind of singing yeah. if you did it a certain way and you'd be all right with it. That's pretty cool. Like, that just shows how the human body is. That's freaking awesome right there. Man, that's just crazy. Ginger, man, you guys rock. There's going to be people swiping all the way back to this part right here to play the song again. <laughs> Probably, right? Like I said, go down that rabbit hole. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm, I've already gone through 15 vocal coaches and just regular people reacting to that song. Because yeah. she's such a perfect example yeah. of how you can go from one to the other, and people well, don't even believe that she's the same person. Yeah, like how do don't you do that? It even sound like she's the same gender, right? She goes from this beautiful woman's voice to a row, row, that sounds like it's coming from a man. And remember, we talked about growling on another podcast. And it was like you had to do warm water, salt, yeah, everything honey. to just make sure that you didn't stress your vocal cords out when you're warming up to do this type of, of singing. Yeah. And practice and practice and practice. Oh, yeah. Then how do you do an entire concert? Yeah, I know, right? Like, how do those bands like, you know, OTEP? It's an hour-long or... song and or an hour-long show. Yep. And you're doing, what, five to eight songs? And 
The bulk of them are not like that where she's going back and forth. The bulk of them are her just growling the entire oh, song. Cow. Yeah. And then when they're done that show, they're probably on tour. So the next day they're going to go somewhere else and she has to do the same thing again. Yeah. And again. That's the problem. Like sometimes when you catch the first leg of the tour, you're like, oh, they, they sound really good. But when you're at the tail end of the tour, sometimes artists aren't at the they same. They just get per- tired too, right? Right. The road. From being on the road. And- yeah. It takes a toll on you. Yeah. And so it's like you don't get the, the, the you don't get that fresh sound that they did when they first had the leg of the tour right. now you're at the end of maybe it maybe you have to find them at the middle of their tour because in the beginning they haven't really got everything all figured out like you know the glitches or the bugs out of the system and then in the middle they're like we got everything down pat but then at the end they get kind of tired yep yeah I wonder if chicks on the road are easier to, or probably easier to be with uh, than an all-male band. I bet it breaks up the tension, especially when you're on the road. No, girls are bitches. We would all fight. Oh, yeah, no. That would be horrible. Really? Especially if you have We'd all menstruate one... together or something. Yeah. That would be horrible. Well, no one's Women men- are catty when they're together. <laughs> like, women sometimes are as bad as men. Oh. See, I would have thought it would I be like, worse. oh, you know, it's cool having a chick on board because, you know, like, I don't know, like they smell better. Oh, like one chick in a male band? Yeah, like. Oh, it might break it up a little bit. It's not like a whole. I think it probably helps. But yeah, if you start getting a predominant, like more women, like, yeah, they're they're just as bad. How did the Runaways do it when they were younger? They all liked each other, remember? Oh, that's right. Because they were. <laughs> for a little yeah. while, anyways. <laughs> right? Like, Everyone likes for, each other until like the you're WNBA. together too long. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Lita Ford. That's why she left, she said. Yeah. Because she thought all of them were way too much into girls, and they would giggle and point out girls, and nobody would ever talk about cute boys with her, and she didn't really get that. So she left. That's why she wasn't with them. And she went out and made her own sound, and she got mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lita Ford's awesome that way. Yeah. She's totally a chick that rocks. Heck yeah, she is. Yeah. Speaking of chicks that rock, this next one. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Oh. <laughs> oh, who knew? <laughs> Shocking. Speaking of that. In this moment, talk about stage and th- theatrics. Yes. These are like, this is like the Marilyn Manson of Chicks at Rock. Yes. In this moment. She has got some songs, and they talk about drugs, they talk about sex, they talk about, I mean, everything. And this next song, well, if she wants to know if you're sick like she is, this is In This Moment. Rock Phoenix Live.
Here she is. This is Lita Ford. Can't catch me. Rock Phoenix Live. Chick Rocker. And I think I saw that she's scheduled for some tour dates in 2021. Oh, really? So she's still going. 62 she's... years old. 
Black leather pants still. I don't know if I want to see her in those leopard tights. Oh, you'll want to see her. No? Not yeah. later forward? Uh, yeah. I don't know. 62. There's a limit. You just saw Joan Jett and she was 61 and you said that she still looks great. There's my so. cutoff right there, 61. Oh, gosh, <laughs> whatever. I'm, I'm going to be honest though, I've seen Lita Ford recently and I wear as just looking how she looks great, but you can see the, the years in her face. <laughs> well, she'll be up on stage. She's not going to be in your face. That's not up close and personal. Well, still. Yeah, but if you're talking about finding somebody attractive, it's not, oh, I find her attractive from a distance. <laughs> that doesn't like seem having, like a compliment. It's like having beer goggles on. No, I had Lita Ford pictures on my wall as a teenager, and oh. the fact is we all get older, Yeah, some of us are better than others. That's why when you get the pictures when you're younger... And you take them with you as you get older, you can age together. You come back when you're 62 years old and 100%. let me take a look at your face. I'm going to have these jowls. I see it in my grandfather. I'm not saying I'm going to be like this hunky dude at freaking 60-something years old. I know if I don't take care of myself, I'm going to have jowls. That's why I have the beard because it covers it. Oh, <laughs> right. See? What are girls supposed to do? I'm already getting oh, a beard. They wear, they wear makeup. Scars. They wear, they wear boob heightening pants they wear bras oh, like the that push undies, their boobs everywhere right? like you have no idea <laughs> if you're underwear. looking at a woman nowadays if that's what she actually looks like with hair extensions and fake nails and fake eyelashes true. And that's true yeah. and contouring makeup and have you again you could go down rabbit holes of oh, people yeah. who are not attractive whatsoever and then they do this whole contouring makeup thing and yeah. they look like, i watch those videos yeah so it's like me away i'm like you yeah, know don't <laughs> like I, men should have a get out of jail free card because you wake up the next morning you're gonna be like no thank you right. card. And you know some men say like I was watching a TV program at work um, in a customer's house with a TV and he says the guy gets on there he's like I like natural women I like women with no makeup that's how I roll. And Wasn't like, it the Kardashian show that you were watching? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I not natural. I 100% agree with that. My yeah. wife wears very little makeup, so it's like I find her attractive every single day. But if she has to get ready for some event or something like that, which is very rare, it's like, holy shit. But it's like these women who wear all this makeup all every single day, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You're not getting anything more than that. Whereas, like, I have something to look forward to. You know, oh, right. Because she gets, when she, she gets dolled yeah, up. Right. Yeah. If we have to go to a wedding or something like that, right. it's like, holy Jesus. Me too. Like, yeah. I always wear hats. Well. Like, yeah, I'm going to do my hair and stuff. And you're like, Jesus, I didn't even know you had hair. You look great <laughs> without a hat, though. <laughs> right. I just, I don't like it because. This is where I put my sunglasses. Oh, right. <laughs> hmm. Where do these go if I'm not wearing a hat? They're in my pocket. They're getting Mine hit by right my keys. Here, my sunglasses. So what yeah, but you... no, when I'm working in a rack and stuff, like those get in my way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good point. Those get in my way. Um, <laughs> I know. So what if you go to a rock show and you're going to go see your favorite chick singer and she has no makeup on? Because she's like... I'm going to go on stage all natural, no deodorant, nothing. I'm going to get out there and put on a great show with no makeup on. I think that's called an Alanis Morissette concert. Really? <laughs> She's very natural. I think it depends. Alanis, she probably doesn't wear deodorant, I'm sure. Guaranteed. I think it depends on what they've done their whole life. If that's their thing, right? great. But yeah, if you're looking at somebody who's been done up from the day you started watching them, and all of a sudden they're like, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to go on stage oh natural. Then you're like, going to be like, what the hell? Like Joan Jett has her black hair and Lita Ford has her bleach yeah. blonde. Can you imagine if she just let herself go yeah, silver gray? Yeah, I guess. They just rolled out with like gray hair and you're going to be like, what is but if they could, here? if they could still <laughs> totally rock though, yeah. then yeah, close your eyes if you have a problem with it. It's the yeah. ki it's the kiss effect, right? You know, you had your makeup on for so long. Everybody knows you for that look. Right. And then when you remove it, 
Whoa, oh my gosh, shit. we were shocked. <laughs> yeah. This is not just women. Look at their again, yeah. everything I Well, they say about the same thing about beards. They're like, you know, you might go to bed one night with Grizzly Adams and then he shaves his beard and 100%. he looks like Pee Pee Wee Herman. He's baby face. I have a massive Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> That's right. hidden by my beard. <laughs> Joey has no chin that he hides with a beard. Oh, my gosh. I remember the time at Josh, <laughs> this guy at my work, Josh Buckaloo. Well, the other guy that used to be on the other podcast, um, he came to work one day and he had shaved his beard off. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was like. I can't even imagine. Yeah. It was, there was like nicks and I mean, and I'm <laughs> like, when did you do it? He's like, I did it this morning. I'm like, oh, you should have done something like that. Like at the nighttime so you could let you have your face recover. But he looked completely different. And you're yeah. right. When you're used to somebody looking that way and they get rid of something it's like whoa man what happened here <laughs> my wife and i have been together for 23 years i've had facial hair in some aspect whether a goatee when we first got together or a beard the right. entire time we've been together one day i screwed up my goatee when i was trying to shave yeah and i was like there's no recovering from this so i shaved shave it, it off. off she was like no i'm having it <laughs> she's like you grow that shit back right away and i was like oh i plan to she says here let me take my so makeup yeah. and we'll draw something on yeah. temporarily besides photos she's seen me clean shave even one time in 23 years. Wow. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I can't stand facial hair. I like hair. clean. I honestly think men look better with facial hair. Just in general. I, unless you're doing a weird porn stash. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> or you have the Hitler thing going on. Yeah, or like that one patch right below your lip. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Just You've like got some dirt print, on your chin. Really. Get rid of that. Yeah. The one line right down the middle of your chin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this isn't Beard Monthly. Podcast. It's about chicks. <laughs> chicks that what about chicks with beards? Hey, the bearded ladies. What? Oh my gosh. Those chicks rocking beards. <laughs> hairy chicks that rock. Hairy yeah. chicks that rock. I don't think I know any hairy chicks. No, I think that'll be no. maybe like one band that we they can come up with. They don't rock. That would be uh, hairy chicks that I can't think of what the music genre is. Hey Bob, we got a new band coming in here. You want to take a look at them? Sure, bring them in. Okay, well, you're gonna have to shave. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, you're a woman. <laughs> Before we put you out is. on tour, right? No hairy chicks at rock? All right, this next band, I don't know. Guano Apes. Is she hairy? No, she is little, blonde hair. Um, again, has a growly voice, but you would be like, what? Because she's just little, petite, has short hair, blonde. They Again, another band that's been around for 20 plus years. All right, well, let's check it out. This is Guano Apes. This is Open Your Eyes. And see hairy girls.
Guano Apes on Rock Phoenix Live! Wow. I wonder where the name Guano Ape came from in the first place. That's what I was just looking for because it sounds horrible, but they're from Germany. So I'm thinking, well, maybe we're just missing something because we know what Guano Here is. In Germany, we like the Guano. We import it for our bulls and our cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lost Anybody? in translation. <laughs> And then apes. There's apes in Germany, aren't there? Of course there are. Yeah. That's a really yeah. cool band. I like them. I like how kind of rockish, uh, punkish it is. It's very catchy. It's very hard rock. Um, definitely not heavy metalish. Kind of more of the uh, alternative rock. It does. It says alternative rock, new metal, yep. and you, and uh, funk metal. That new metal stuff, man, I just, I don't understand. That's another rabbit hole topic to talk about, which is all these genres. And there are so many different genres out there. Right. We create new new, genre, new genres right. for our yeah. new metal. For the new metal. Well, some people um, just change over time, and some people are already on the fence. Like maybe you and I are in a band, and I like ska, and you like rock, so we might sound a little bit of both. Right. That's why we have to cover different genres. Or maybe just something happens, and we all decide to F it, give it up, and we'll go country. Well, right? like, They do that, too. A big example, Paramore, you showed me, was uh, they changed huge, drastically. Like, they're not the same band they once were. Oh, yeah, they went from, like, sort of punk to I don't even know what it's called. I mean, I still love it. Their new song, um, oh, again, my brain is failing me today. Um, Ginkgo Goloba. I can hear it because it's actually my uh, alarm. It's what I wake up to in the morning. It's the song. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That, a lot Hard of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, if you listen to their earlier stuff and then listen to their new stuff, it's it's night and day difference. Yep. And uh, some, like you said, some bands like want to do that. Like Bon Jovi went country for a while there. So I, I guess. I Madonna. Weird. Madonna went country? Yeah. She's had this whole country look, sort of a little twang yeah. in her... Yeah, but she's so old and has been around for so long. She's morphed into many different. Yeah, true. You know. Good point. Yeah, you want to you know dabble down some different areas and, and play some different music, and I think that's cool too. Because if you go to a concert and you're like already on your seventh album and you've changed a little bit, you get a little mix of different kinds of style of music when you go to their concert. I think you have to change. Metallica wouldn't still be around if they tried to stay the speed thrash metal. You know, like, again, they're getting older and just can't really do it anymore. Right. But Jane. you have to alter. Like, if you've been listening to the same band for eight years and they sound exactly the same album to album, like, some people are going to be completely fine with that. But I think most people are going to be like, all right, I already have this album. Yeah, pretty, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Metallica, um, James actually says they have to get rubbed down now when they go on stage because they're, like, so old and they have to loosen up. To I remember because I offered to rub them down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. Yeah, but that's what happens, you know. Right. These chicks that you know are gonna get older, they're gonna have to pin their faces back and lift <laughs> their shit up and <laughs> get out there, right? Get the rub down before you go on stage. I can only imagine though when you're playing guitar though, and you're like, like the way James plays guitar, like that forearm and just the heavy riffing and all that playing all the time and. Those guys, I mean, you've got to get... because he plays it so low, so he's kind of arched and bent. Like not Eric said, anymore, he probably has actually. such a sore no, back. Not and... anymore. He actually stopped doing that. And a lot, if you look, watch some of the newer stuff, he's actually got the guitar up a little higher. He's not oh. so bent over. And the older stuff, the mic was above him. Yes. So right. he would stand low and sing up, and now he actually sort of hunches forward. To According to his chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Recommended yeah, no. that, I'm sure. No, yeah, it, 
yeah. Well, already you feel it, and you're not even anywhere near as old as I am. <laughs> you hit 40, things start falling apart. You hit mm-hmm. 50, then you're really kind of a little bit worried, you know, and you're almost there. You get up off the couch and you go, oh, right? I'm not doing anything right now. I'm perfectly fine. Uh-huh. I've nope. been to physical therapy for my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're super tall, though. That's yeah. probably why. Well, I'm yeah. also 45 and doing the work of a 20-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Going in attics and yeah. everything. Crawling around attics and spaces physical I work do is not tough. fit. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. I'm physical at my work, and I have all these old ladies come in and apply for part-time jobs. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that you won't be able to do this. I don't just stand at a counter behind a register and, you know, create labels for people. You have to physically pick that shit up and walk it into the back (laughs) and move it. And sometimes it's 50-pound boxes, but maybe 20 of them. So, you know, there's lots of people that... When you push your body... uh and you do it for a long period of time it's just a matter of time when it's going to be sore yeah if you never stop to let it be sore and heal then when you're in your 40s or 50s i guess you're going to feel it yeah and yeah, it gets worse everybody says you know when you push yourself so i'm tired of don't push- make fun of our old lady chicks that we're listening to <laughs> I'm today not making fun. you guys kind of are i sort of feel for them because i'm you know sort no, of I'm there making and- just as much fun as the old dudes too <laughs> yeah <laughs> Again, like my my time was eighties hairband. That was my teenage years, so that's my go to music. Right, yeah. And they are all in their fifties and sixties now and I see them on stage and I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we should just hear you and not see you. Life's been rough. Yeah. And the same goes for Christian bands too. Um we got a couple on here, but this one here, Flyleaf, she's a chick that rocks. And this song here, I'm So Sick, you should just hear it. it she growls in it, and it's not like on the other songs that I've heard from Flyleaf. Check it out. This is I'm So Sick. Rock Phoenix Live.
Phoenix Live. I'm aching, transparent, your eyes see right through me. I'm dependent and shaking, I'm falling to my knees. That is an epic song. I truly believe that is an epic song. Just based upon listening to it and you hear those guitars come flying in in the chorus and it just gets you all pumped up and riled up. I love that. Flyleaf before that. And this was Fireflight. Some bands I actually thought were the same, but they're not. They sound like it, though. Fireflight is a Christian band. Fireflight is a Christian band and Flyleaf became a Christian well, the lead singer became a Christian. The band did not. Well, they could have followed suit. Who knows? No, she left the band and oh. found Jesus. Oh, she left the band and then became Christian. I don't know if she became Christian and then left then the band left the or band. one of the things, but it was one of those in a church heard the voice of God or something like that and became a Christian and 
Yeah. Turned her life around. That's what happens. Yeah. That's how you find God. And, that's and the rest of the band probably didn't want to follow, I'm right. assuming. So she went and did her own thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what Born Again is. She went through a lot, as they say, right? Yes, she did. She, yep. uh, she was contemplating suicide and all sorts of other stuff. Yeah, well, that will be that's Flyleaf, not Fireflight. Right. No, 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 no. Flyleaf. And then she had a baby. Yep. And then... Uh, I think know. she has three now. Three babies? Well, glad. So. Oh, that's good. Glad to hear she's doing well now. She's Got still... married and had a family. Yep. And found God. Some people, you know, that's the thing. You know, they think they want to be these, you know, icons on stage and they want to form a band. And then, you know, you're like, hey, I've, I've done one album or two and this just isn't for me. And right. they got to move on, you know, maybe like that she needed God because she was going to go somewhere else if she didn't. Right. So. Yeah, because a lot of rock bands, they go down that bad, ugly road, the yep. drugs and alcohol and I don't know, want to kill themselves. And so somebody had to intervene. So that's good that it's, she had her It's angel. the rock story. That is the rock story. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like Nikki Sticks, you know, yeah. you just, you're down, you're locked, everything sucks. And then all of a sudden you're this famous icon or this famous person on stage playing music, but yet you feel depressed inside. You're still missing something. Right. And well, like, for Nikki Sticks, it didn't suck. Everything sucked. He made it suck because he did drugs. And wasn't he like a heroin? Didn't he have heroin yeah. overdoses? Oh, he died. He straight up. Oh, and died. then he had to get revived. Yeah. 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 So no, life was great for him. He had everything he could possibly want. He just chose wrong things. That's all. But the question is, from the outside, we think he has everything that he ever wanted. But what you know? Because we think that people that have money and have fame and stuff like that, there's right. no reason they can have problems because it's like money well, solves yeah. everything. Yeah, they've got fame. Everybody loves them. They've got money. They've got these big houses. They've got these cars. You know. But I think a lot of people want to play music, all of a sudden become famous, but don't want to be famous. So like you oh, can no gotcha. longer. You can't just go to Starbucks and get a coffee because you're going to get right. mobbed. You can't. Yep. Just take your kid to get some ice cream because you're going to get mobbed, and you have yeah. no control over that, you know. So well, I think it have, becomes mm-hmm. this thing where you're you're so beloved, but you're so isolated because you At can't. The same time. Yeah, so you you can't live your life anymore. But if you have a ton of money, you could hire people to secure areas for you, so you could go do things and not but, physically but get. But remember too. Also, we got to remember like some of these musicians that we we talk about and we see aren't like the millionaires that we're thinking of. You know, some of these people are still in the category of like five million, six million dollars in their net worth. Um, mm-hmm. And they're Only? famous. Well, oh, Britney Slays from Unleash the Archer, they all have day jobs. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, like wow. right now, I mean, they're making more albums now, so I don't know if it's changed, but like they're not world renowned and famous band that everybody knows. They still have jobs. Yeah, like some right. of these people have 26,000 fans. I mean, you're, right. not, you're yeah. not getting anywhere with that. If you want to do a podcast and make yeah. a bunch of money, 26,000 fans is not no. going to do it. Yeah, there's multiple bands on this list that are not Evanescence. They're not Hailstorm. They're not in this moment. They are bands that like... I like what was one the against the current I've never even heard of and I have a essential chicks that rock Pandora station and I've never heard of them so it's like like a lot of these people we think are famous and they're not and this is what this show does it brings out people that aren't famous or people that are famous and it brings it so that you guys can hear them and check them out whether you're in Spain Argentina Portugal South America North America Africa I just think that's something I've always thought of is that I want the money of being famous, but I don't want to be famous because if I can't just go to the store to get something, like, that would drive me insane. And I would get, like, the bad rap of being 
the guy who doesn't like his fans because <laughs> I'd be like, just get away from me. Because yeah. like, I just want, I want to eat my food or I want to get my Starbucks or I want to do my thing. But you have chosen that life. Yeah. So if you, you now know, okay, you're famous. Like, I don't believe that someone should come up and talk to you while you're eating. I think that's rude. Yes. I don't care who the famous person is. I don't care if you've been watching them for 50 years. Um, I am from New England. I absolutely love Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. If I saw him in a restaurant eating food, I would never even in my wildest dreams think to go and talk to him. Right. If you told me you saw Tom Brady at a restaurant, I want to know what restaurant you went to that you could that you ordered his food. Well, here's a fun little story down, because for the people listening to this, we live in Arizona. But I was down at a restaurant um, uh, that YC's Mongolian Grill down by Indian... Oh, the casino. Yeah. And I was in there and we had gotten our food and I was sitting down and Kurt Warner came in, who was the quarterback for the Super Bowl winning Rams. He was also the quarterback for the um, Cardinals Cardinals when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, and he came in with his family. Now, I'm familiar with his family because I'd seen like, you know, behind the stuff, you know, sure. like. And so he came in and he was sitting like three tables away from us and like. I never would think I'm going to go interrupt this guy and his family while right. he's eating. If I would have been standing in line and he would have been standing near me, I would have been like, hey, you know, I think you're a phenomenal quarterback, but it, it's not like we're going to become friends. Right. <laughs> I just want you to understand that I've enjoyed your play. I watch you play football. Yeah. Give awesome. him the compliment. Yeah. And move on. You know, but there are people who just think I know you because I watch you on TV. So I know you and we're friends. I agree with that. Yeah, but you know what? If he wanted to have a private dinner with his family, he probably could have went somewhere else, like home. Yeah, the thing and is, have like, the that's not fair. Yeah, like so they're not allowed to go to restaurants anymore. Just They've made all this famous. money, but you can't spend you it. You have to hire it. people to spend it. No, one hundred percent, I agree. But I think it's people in general who don't give them their space. Like right. you should be able to just go and get Starbucks without being mobbed by 50 people. Yeah. Because then you have people coming up to you and go, oh, well, I want this person's autograph, even though I don't know who you are. But I understand that you're famous, famous because of all yeah. these other people. So, and then later on, they're like, I met this person. I found it afterwards. It was such and such. It's like, so you interrupted this person's day. And then they're going to sell it on eBay. Right. Because they don't even care. You interrupted <laughs> yeah. this person's day, but you don't even know who they are. Right. Okay, we started talking about this because we talked about Motley Crue. But Motley Crue, they yeah. specifically dressed their hair, their makeup, their oh. 100%. For attention, so they kind of brought that on. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, without a doubt. And Nikki Six is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then, Even and now. And he wasn't shy yeah. about and it. And didn't Sully from Godsmack wrote that song about Crying him? Crying Like a Bitch is yeah. about Nikki Six from Motley Crue because they were on a concert together and they still think they're a big deal and you are not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's sad, too, because, I don't know, Motley Crue is awesome. I mean, I, I, I like their music. It's sad to see that they're, their band is... Torn apart in so many different ways. And how could you just let that go, though, when you were in such the, the limelight and everybody That's knows the... you couldn't just accept, oh, I'm old now, I just won't do it anymore, and, you know, I'll just shy away. And Well, that's right. the problem with Vince Neal is he, he can't give it up. Can't he wants to keep up. going in his but body. But he also can't do it anymore, well, so right, his he body has can't. to give it up. Yeah. He can't sing. He's maybe he, way overweight. Like, it's terrible. Maybe he should have morphed it into something else. Like, now I will be a teacher or a trainer or a something or... You he know, needs money. Life money coach. Hey, he could be a life coach. Buy my merch. Tell people what not well, to do. Well, yeah, no. Just watch my life and you'll know right? what not you'll to do. You'll know what not to do. It's sad because you see a lot of artists do that. They go down and they'll do 
progressive commercials, you're like, oh, they need money. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. I don't like this at all. The band that I came to love is now asking for money on every different outlet they can. Yeah, but that was their whole life. So <laughs> yeah. you can't expect them just to give up their whole life. That's why oh, I think yeah. it's fine that all these old people, old women, whatever, everyone's touring still. Good for them that they can. Yep. Hopefully they don't just, you know, give themselves a bad reputation. <laughs> if you can still get it done, people will go and watch you. Yeah. there's a bunch of 80s resurgence tours right now where it's Def Leppard and Motley Crue and Poison and yep. Europe and, yep. and all these bands. And we and would go. Scorpions just did their farewell tour because they're done. Yep. Because again, they're all in their 70s and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, I saw them good come job, to- you know. And again, they still sound phenomenal. Some of the bands do not, like Motley Crue and Def right. Leppard. Like they don't sound the same anymore. And it's like, okay, well, like you're, you're, should you continue to try to live your glory days when you kind of physically can't do it anymore? Right. Is Ooh, the question. I got something. So you know, we have all these '80s bands now that are touring with two different bands because lead singers are assholes. You know, chicks can be assholes. Yeah. Um, so now you've got you know the lead singer out with a. a, a a studio band and you've got the band itself out with a studio singer yeah yeah exactly um do you think we're gonna see a lot of that in the 90s bands and these metal bands later like as they get older do you think we're gonna have like we already see it with um um shoot what was it um the the band that vinnie paul was in was actually another member uh, the singer from uh, you're talking about damage plan damage plan or uh, hell yeah hell yeah that's what it was those were both damage plan and hell yeah were a kind of super groups hell yeah was the lead singer of mudvayne right the drummer of pantera mudvayne that's it yeah. um and i forgot who the guitarists and stuff were but that was kind of a multi bands coming together as one I gotcha. Kind of like a super group where his damage plan, he just wanted to play music with his brother, Dimebag, but then Dimebag got killed right. on stage. Yeah. Um, I think what I'm, I think I want to, I think would be interesting to see is, um, you know, if, well, actually, one thing I want to know is if Metallica ever passes away or something happens to them, are we going to have another band that carries that legacy on? Like, I think a lot of bands, like you were saying before, it's hard to give up that fame. It's hard to yeah. give up that status. But if somebody um, dies and the rest of the band still wants to keep going, we saw Quiet Riot. Right. Right? Yep. And now Frankie's dead. Yeah. And Steve Perry left Journey, and they have that guy that sounds a lot like him. Yeah. But, so there's another so example. So that's, that's another band them. that had to get another singer. I don't think you're going to replace James Hetfield, though. No. No. Like, Journey, I think there's such a, a disconnect of time. Um, and then, um, was it Quiet Riot? Yeah. yeah. Both the singers sounded relatively the same. Both the singers of Journey sounded almost identical. So, yeah. yes, you are replacing the singer, but you're not replacing the voice. Right. Yeah, so the sound is the same. So at that point, it's same. fine. Whereas Van Halen did it three times, and they were all wildly different. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. And you've got your straight-up... You know, David Lee Roth crew. I'm a Hagar because that was oh, my time. Oh, I am so David Lee Roth. Sorry. <laughs> right. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think anybody is... You know, like, I loved the band Extreme. Gary Sharon is the lead singer of Extreme, and he went and did Van Halen 3. Um, oh, And they did one album, and everybody... Oh, I didn't much, even know that. But it's like, I love Gary Sharon as Extreme, but I don't... Like, it didn't work with Van Halen. Right. Like, it's two different hmm. things. So, But it's like, yeah, I loved Van Hagar. I also love David Lee Roth. I think his stuff is great. Right. I think he's more 
stage presence yeah, than he is actual. We talked, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. musical. Like he just wants to get up there and kick and stuff. Like I, I told you about that <laughs> YouTube, that YouTube channel about it's called Aging Rock Stars. Yeah, so they just show him. Here's when they were in their heyday. Here is like ten years later. Here is twenty years later. And some of them are like awesome, still getting it done. Some of them are like, why? Like, yeah. <laughs> David Lee Roth was up on stage recently. He's still trying to do the kicks and stuff, but he's right. not even really singing. Oh. Like the people are singing the background stuff, and he just throws a word in every now and again. And it's like again, like people are paying to see that, but you're not singing the song. Yeah. Right. No, not at all. It's not that they're paying to see you. They're paying. To, they're paying. I want to hear, hear the music. Yeah. I want to see you trying to do kicks when you're in your seventies. Right. Like, <laughs> that's fine. Like. I want to hear, you know, jump in Panama and yeah. stuff like that. I don't want yeah. to see you trying to jump. <laughs> Please don't jump. Yeah. Yeah. Don't jump off the stage. Right. That would be great if you just stay where you are, not break well, yeah. your hip. And I want to, and I'll also talk about Fireflight. Uh, don't miss them. They are an awesome band. They were formed in Florida in 1999, um, and uh, Don Michelle is the lead singer, and she just kicks butt. She is awesome. I really like that band, and they're Christian too. And you know what? I gotta say, I don't think you see too many problems with Christian bands, or they just don't put it out in the public, as as you do with the, the secular um, rock bands. Problems like drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they probably aren't alcoholics or drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> just want to point that out. All right, this next band we're gonna check out is New Year's Day. This is Angel Eyes. You're listening to Rock Phoenix Live.
Yeah, that's what we needed to pick us up again. That was awesome. That was New Year's Day. They're awesome. They are pretty fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. I liked it. And they're from Anaheim, California. Irvine. Anaheim. <laughs> I like the way she looks. She's gorgeous. Really? Holy smokes, yeah. With her boobs hanging out? I don't know. I just like the look in general. It's just half fire engine red and half black. You and like that look. She's got like a cute little short plaid skirt and big old black boots. And I do like that look. You should wear that look. No, I'll leave it to her. She looks way better in it. Only some people can pull that look off, huh? Absolutely. I could pull that look off. Uh, no. no? No, okay. No, you don't have the boobs for it either. <laughs> it's all kind of right up in there. Is that sexist, though? Like, as a, as a rock band, you know, they go up there and they show themselves and flaunt themselves when they're performing. Is that sexist? The and women then, do? Yeah. Yeah, but... And then we go backstage and we're like, oh, man, she's so hot for you, yeah, and all this stuff. And it's like, is that sexist or is that just part of the rock experience? That's part of the experience. How many heavy metal guys, like, aren't wearing their shirts? Oh, right. Like the guy from Def Leppard. Yes. Right? Who just straight up no longer wears shirts on stages. He comes out shirtless. Like, it's not even it's like... Not I'm even got sweaty my, and yeah. had to take it off. Like, he he was always a little guy, and then he got ripped, and he's like, all right, I'm oh, ripped now. Phil Everybody Colin. enjoy. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I haven't I was, seen him in a while. I was working out on Thursday, and I was watching Def Leppard, the live version, 2019, and it was just like the dude had no shirt on. Yep. He was just greased up, playing his guitar. Right. And then Joe Elliott comes out, and he's singing. That's a band that was really like a produced band. Like, they had this awesome, like, you know, sound effects and and just like when the chorus comes on, like it just the stereos just go. It's just yeah. it's full on. Well, let's just really talk about that band for one second. Okay. The fact that they are still a band and still singing in 2020 when their drummer lost an arm. Yep. Their guitarist <laughs> died. Their bassist had a stroke. You know, and Jeez. so it is 2020, and they are still doing it. Like, what band survives right, all, all of, of that, that? tragedy? Yeah. Right, and then I'm sure they all had issues with drugs and alcohol at some yeah. point. Oh, like, no doubt. I mean, for a band to still be doing it for 30, 40 years, and to have all that trauma and still getting it done, like that's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, they're smart. It's meant to be, obviously. It's just so. that they're so smart. You know, they're not. They don't take their careers um, and and kind of loosely go with them they actually smart and planned it out and you know one of the things they said is they know that they took two years to write an album mm -hmm. and so i mean again he said joe elliott said he says i want to put out good stuff i don't want to put out crap yeah. so if it takes two years it takes two years and that's just a really good thing to learn by and it was worth waiting for right yeah, absolutely because a lot of bands are forced to put out songs I bet, I bet a lot of these chick bands are forced to put out records that they don't want to put out yeah. but they want to keep being the mainstream. I think initially in the beginning you kind of have to. It's whatever your record label tells you. Right. Like I want another well, and I want another and we're like oh we're not ready yet. Eddie, or... Eddie didn't like that. Remember Eddie didn't want to play all these cover songs. He yeah. wanted to write stuff with synthesizers and do this stuff and the record labels were like no. Yeah. Well you sign these deals for like four albums or whatever it is and then one of them is always a live album or something like that depending on the record company and the bands don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, so then they'll either half ass it, uh, typo negative which we spoke about earlier, they have a live album which is not actually live. They recorded it in a bathroom, so it sounds live. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. And but then other bands like um, uh, oh my god, why can't I think of his name? Ziggy Stardust. 
Oh, David Bowie. Yeah. So the the record label said we want you to do this, and they're, he's like, I don't want to do that. He's like, you know, but like I owe you a couple more albums. So he yeah. created this persona of Ziggy Stardust. So it was just ridiculous. Right. And he put out these albums for this record company because he didn't want to do it. Once that record deal was done, he became David Bowie again. Yeah. Oh. oh I didn't know well, that fun about fact him. for you. Yeah. yeah, bands yeah, do it all the time. Yeah, they yep. do. The live album, you're right, especially because it's easy. All you have to do is find one of your shows, or if you're going to be playing an upcoming show and you know you want to cut ties with your record company, you'll do a live album. Right. Yep. It's already done. You were out there. You're on stage. All you have to do is hire a bunch of guys to make the album, and then you put yes. it out, and there you go. There's your fourth record. Yeah, yeah I've heard that before. so many stories of bands not wanting to finish their contract or something like that, so putting out half-assed they albums. They have like a or, pseudo name or something, right? Yeah, or they just put out a trash album and say, here you go. Yep. This is what it is. There's like one or two songs on there that maybe you'll like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You didn't say it had to be a good album. It just, yep. you, you owe just us an album. You just four albums from us. Yeah. And in this day and age, now that we have like a GoFundMe and stuff like that, like a lot of bands I saw when I was following on Facebook, when I had it, they were like, hey, we're, you know, we want to make things awesome. We want to be better. We want to be stronger. We want to be louder. But we need some money. And I'm like, well, what do they need money for if they have a record company behind them? Turns out they a don't. lot of right, yeah, a lot of bands are trying to producing, buying themselves out, or they're trying to yeah. self-produce their next album because they did cut ties with other band, with other uh, record A and R labels. Thirty Seconds to Mars did it. Yeah, they oh. were bankrupt, and they were at the time the best-selling rock band like on the planet. Wow, and they had no money. And the lead singer's an actor, too. Yep. What do they do with Jared their Leto. money? Or they just didn't get it the money. The them. record label yeah, got all the money. They didn't get any money. It was oh, like, oh, the management. great. Your record just sold a million albums. But okay, we got to take the money for our fees. We got to take the yeah. money for renting the, the or, you know, the Sucks. promotion. Yeah. We take the money for the studio space. We take the money for this. And it's like, here, you know, that was $30 million. We're going to give you $10,000 yeah. between four guys. <laughs> oh. And it's like... And then they have to pay for, like, something of, like, their traveling fee or something. And it's like, yeah, they were getting hosed. Um, and so they made they a bad sued, deal. Yeah, they sued their record company. And then Jared Leto went out on his credit cards, bought a bunch of recording equipment, turned his basement into a recording studio. Fantastic. And they made an album on their own while they were suing the record company. Um, and, yeah, it was a, a whole to-do, yeah. Like record companies screwed over bands so much, and then yeah. the bands don't own their own material. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we talked about yeah. that before. Well, as you can see, like some of the songs they play, they give licenses to other people to play it. Yep. So you can see how you don't really own your own material. Um, and yeah, that, that's right. You know, a lot of artists are like, oh, when I get into this, it's going to be really awesome because I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be able to play my own music. And it's like, no, you can't yep. do that. You have to be able to. Um, put something out that sells because again when you're under the gun with a record label yep. they're going to want something that's going to make money yeah you're going to want to try and do some here you know what I'm feeling like I'm going to do this crazy progressive album <laughs> and, the, and the labels are going to be like no yep you know, and it sucks and you're like hey, another man. Van Halen album yeah <laughs> where's the creativity man come on I want to be able to play what I can yep but well, I, we live in a great time now where you can do GoFundMes and Kickstarters and all that and say, hey, we want to, and then you can self-produce it and just put it on because for the most part, people don't buy CDs anymore. So it's like you don't have to send it to someplace to get made. You can literally just upload it to YouTube yep. or upload it to iTunes. And that's the thing now is with YouTube and all that, it makes it harder for bands to go to record companies and be like, hey, here's my CD, listen to it. It's like, why? I've got YouTube. I can look at a hundred different 
unsigned bands right. and totally have my pick out yeah. there. I don't need you walking in off the street giving me your CD anymore. It's a different world, and if bands are savvy, they can get it done themselves. You do not need a record company. Like... Um, you can you it's just you have to have people who can help you like to get venues and if you want to do a tour yeah but to get your music out there just upload it yep and see where it goes yeah who knows you might be on this show this yeah. is stitched up heart catch me when I fall rock Phoenix live rock Phoenix live
we are concluding our show here. Thank you so much, guys, for spending some time with us. Um, I want to say thanks to Eric for coming out, hanging out with us. No problem. It was a good time. Thank you, Jen, for stopping by. Oh, wait, you're already stopping here. By. Stopping by from your kitchen? That's right. <laughs> I know the travel was long. That's not to say women need to be in the kitchen. Don't, oh, right. Don't, yeah, you didn't don't say take that the wrong way. Stopping by from the living room, did <laughs> yeah, sorry. you? Or stopping by from the bedroom? Stopping by from the, the next hallway. room. <laughs> No, from the kitchen. I spend more time in the kitchen than my wife does because I'm a better cook. Oh. I'm just going to say it. I always think I'm a better cook. And then she stands behind me and she's like, no, no, don't do that. No, Frank is not a better cook. What? I'm creative. (laughs) Sometimes in a bad way. What? No. Don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. I'm not shocked. I'm just what? stunned. Oh, look what I've started. (laughs) (laughs) I can cook. Anyway. Um, Can you cook and are you a better cook are two completely different things. Right. I don't want to say I'm a better cook. That just... Are you an equal cook? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. Equal. Josh. No Hashtag way oh damn. on <laughs> earth. You have talents that I don't uh-uh. and I have talents that you don't. I'm going to put it at that. I'm going to say that. Are we strictly in talking in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I'll cook you under the table any day. Hey, you know what, Jen? You're a chick that rocks, okay? Thank there you. you go. Yeah, so just an amazing band. I like that band, uh, Stitched Up Heart. They're really cool. And they're a Christian band as well, too. Um, they have great music and they have epic songs. I love the epic songs. It's just when you listen to it in the car and the chick's voice screams and the guitars flail, flail and the drums are rocking. It's just it's like this awesome intensity. And I really like that. A lot of our chick singers are just great, great artists and very talented and short. Yes. A lot of them are short. <laughs> almost, Who would have thunk it? Almost every girl on this list is sub 5'5". Five five. Yeah. Except for Lizzie Hale, who's 5'8". You, that's your girl right there. Powerful short ladies. <laughs> I was just telling you about that. I'm like, that's interesting that the, sh- the singer from Ginger, you know, for her to buckle down and get into that position and really just belt it out, you know. And she's 5'3". Maybe that's part of it, though. Maybe because they're petite, they're shorter or they're smaller. Maybe they have something to prove. Maybe. Like a short man syndrome, right? <laughs> Maybe they have a short women syndrome and we're used to just sort of being pushed around or talked over or whatever, overpowered. And they're like, F that. We're going to show them, you know. And I thank them for it. Right. <laughs> because it, it's phenomenal music. Keep it up. Yeah, yeah, right. Keep showing us your new outfits. Whatever their inspiration is or their motivation, keep yep. it up. Well, hey, thanks so much for stopping by and listening to us. We're going to leave it with this next band, Otep. Now, this chick looks hot. She is stunning. But this voice, again, same the long lines of Ginger. You know, she just growls these songs out. Yep. And this next one, this last one, is a cover. This is Royals by Otep. You guys have a great night. Stay safe. Love each other. Don't be mean to each other. And drive the speed limit. Peace out. Bye. Seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies, and I'm not proud of my address. In the torn up town, no postcode envy. But every song's like gold teeth, gray goose tripping in the bathroom, blood stains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. We don't care.
Every song's like gold teeth, gray goose tripping in 